You are now tuned into All Bets In with my guys. My guys, my guys, my guys. My guys sports. A man with the dream Yo, yo, yo. What's up everybody? Welcome to All Bets In with my guy Sports. I'm B Spurl, Spurl Online. And I'm here with Rich Will, Moneyline Rich Will. What's going on, guys? What's happening, everybody? Welcome to week seven, episode seven of All Bets In. Solid week, another profitable week in week six. Um, as always, we just try to give you profitable weeks. Uh, Rich swept his picks this week. I split them, but overall five and two. So we keep the train rolling. Um, what you? Uh, what was your overall take on week six? That was an ugly week. Um, a lot of games I, I expected. Uh, I mean, a lot of games I had. A lot of games I missed. Um, kind of disappointed about the misses. The Ravens were just a crushing miss. That's just one game that I just shouldn't have, uh, just shouldn't have missed. That was something, I mean, you talked about being asleep and it didn't go as planned. Um, bad on the Browns. You know, I came off of it in the last minute. Um, but it's overall a lot of unpredictable things. I would say my most unpredictable games. I like the Seattle. I should have took that as well, but, you know, I, I try not to bet new quarterbacks. But uh, the Raiders shocking me the most, I think, is my most shocking victory this week. Uh, the Raiders, um, them, uh, I didn't expect with all the stuff that was going on with them that they would uh, they would respond the way they did. They responded, you know, fairly well. So I felt like that was a that was a huge thing for me. Um, Chiefs bounced back. It looked like it was when the game was going to get out of hand. Um, that Washington had a chance to win. They end up uh, stepping the brakes off or putting a uh, turn the gas up and. And lighten them up so it was quick and then the most the most exciting game for me to watch this week was Cowboys and Patriots that game could have went either way and definitely good to see two teams going at it and and see the Cowboys yet again cover every spread that they played all season and see what six and all against the spread this season. six and all against the spread hey sometimes uh I mean they exceed they've been exceeding you know, expectations, especially where I had them. I didn't think they would come in uh, this well. I knew they had weapons and talent, but um, I mean, they've been they've been clicking, um, and defense been over you know overperforming in uh, in my opinion. So it'd be interesting to see how uh, you know how they play going forward. But you know, that's a that's a big win. Like you said, that that game can go either way. So you know, if you well, you know, if you had the Cowboys, you know, you maybe just have got lucky on that side. And if you had Patriots, and you know, I don't think you were on the wrong side with the Patriots. No. Probably, <laughs> probably just, uh, you know, it happens so much sometimes like that. You know, you get games that come down to coin flips, and it's a play here, play here that can change it. You know, so no, that was uh, no, I'm with you on that one. That was an interesting game. Um, I had leaned towards the Cowboys, but you know, I I would have been stressing if I had money on that game yeah, watching that. So that was a stress. That was a stressful game. Yeah. So you know, I, I just I had I took it on a tease. 
you know, I just I didn't feel like the Cowboys could blow them out. You know, obviously I, the things that I seen was a pressure on deck, and they got good pressure on deck. That he made some uncomfortable throws, got a couple of stops. So I, I was more comfortable taking the tees because if I'd have took that three and a half, I'd have been sick. Oh man, yeah, that was that was a bummer for anybody who had that that <laughs> had that three. Uh, that that's tough. Yeah, that's a tough one, right? Yeah, a lot of blowouts week six, so. Um, you know, a lot of teams, um, you know, took big, big L's. So, um, I like, I'm kind of with you on the Raiders Broncos. I didn't, uh, I didn't think the Raiders will respond like that. So that was surprising to see. Uh, also at the same time, disappointing in how the Broncos been playing, uh, past few weeks. Uh, I know they kind of banged up with injuries, but, um, yeah, yeah. they kind of been, uh, since they got off to that hot start, kind of just been, underperforming a little bit uh so that was surprising to see i had broncos on the uh, on the, on the lunch uh lunch ticket small ticket so nothing lunch big ticket, on it but um yeah and, uh, and the cardinals um that game i kind of um, i i kind of knew it was bad news once the news came out that everybody was out in in the line didn't didn't even budge <laughs> didn't budge yeah didn't at budge. all and then later it actually dropped down to three. So I was like, oh yeah, that's uh that's not a good sign. And and even just watching the Browns week before against the Chargers, I mean, they exerted a lot of energy into that game. And it seemed like they was kind of still uh, worn down from from that game and that travel back and you know, um the injuries. Even, you know, they won this game today. Um, but they they just they just really beat up right now. Um so watching them down the stretch, that'd be interesting to see how they play the rest of the season with so many, so many injuries. So even though they got the win, you know they um, they're limping, they're limping through these games at this point. Definitely, it's a game they had to have though. Like we said, it, it's it's one of those games where they absolutely have to have. You know, I, I like I like Case Keenum as a quarterback. I would expect them to bring Cam Newton in. Uh, I expect that to happen within the next couple of weeks, in my opinion. Um, in this case, case Cam goes down, you you get you get um you get Cam Newton and you just you know you roll with that. But I, I Baker's not coming back torn, torn. I think what well, he has a separated shoulder now and also a torn so he has another uh, torn something in his arm. I expect that is to put him on IR. I commend him for one to play. You know, we all wanna, you know, go out there and perform as much as we can, but you know, sometimes you got you gotta sit it out. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, that's 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 tough. I I'm with you on that. I see him, uh, you know, missing majority of rest of the rest of the season. I know he was trying to play, you know, uh, but you know it's kind of kind of tough to play through that. I think he kind of more so didn't want to give up his job, you know, in exactly. case case Keenum go out there uh, and get a W. So yeah, I, I understand why he was trying to get out there, but yeah, that's that's they they're really banged up, so. Um, banged up big time, right? Very, very banged up. So you know that uh that division, which you know they had a chance to win. Uh, Ravens might have the the fast track to win that division now. So I think so. Um, yeah, Steelers still it looks like to me. I think the Steelers are gonna make us a, a, a small push. I just yeah. I expect they 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 are they need another receiver, and you know and they need to do something to see what kind of where they can cherry pick off a, a offensive lineman. Before this uh, trade deadline is over, 
Yeah, the way they're playing is so it's gonna be difficult. And Sessi's yeah. still there too, you know. So yeah, yeah, they, they, still there. they need some cornerbacks, so because the way they playing now, they can't they can't be out here playing with no with no cornerbacks, man. It ain't a good look for them. Man. Yeah, it, it, it's I mean, it's a good time for them to, you know, make a statement. They've been the little brother in that division for a long time. So absolutely. Know, what are they for? Um four and two right now? Uh, yeah, I think only losses to, yeah, four and two. Four and two, yeah. So, I mean, so they right there in the mix. Yeah, I think they undefeated in the division. I think they only played one division, one division game. One division game. against the Steelers, so, so they won that game. Steelers, okay. Maybe them, yeah, so. Yeah. As far as my tickets, I'm kind of with you uh, this week. I, I feel like I left a lot on the board um, over uh, – uh, overexposed myself more than I really needed to. It was really only like three, three, four solid ones um, to play. Um, played a little bit on the Baltimore game, but did not enough. I need to definitely. That was a game to to play more on. And you know, we kind of looked. They even talked about on the show, but looking at that that line right when seeing it come out at three, um, that was with that low total. Um, that was a, a giveaway. And, uh, and uh, you know, that was definitely one to take advantage of. I had Baltimore uh, money line first half. I posted that also on Spurl online page. So that one went through. Um, had an early, uh, early play last week on the Buccaneers teaser along with the Jaguars teaser. So that one, that one came through. Jaguars ended up getting the outright win. Bucks hung on. Didn't cover the, the game spread, um, but did cover the teaser. Um, then had Green Bay and KC on the teaser. That one came through. Um, then had Indianapolis um, minus six first half. Uh, they covered by a point. Probably could just took the the whole game. That probably would have been less of a sweat than the first half. That was a they blew, they blew them out in that game. Um, but either Man, way, definitely. yeah, either way that that one cash and. Um, and I was wrong on the uh, – they had a chance to win, but I was wrong on the Buffalo side. Um, they uh, – and it's important, you know, um, to to make sure you set rules for yourself because I went against one of mine and paired a Monday night game with a Sunday game. And if I would have never even did that, I probably would have – probably wouldn't even took the game because I didn't, I didn't even want the full, the full spread and uh, – Pairing it with a Sunday game, I paired it with a pack with the Packers and kind of messed up my my ticket there. So, um, yeah, that happens. Uh, that's definitely a rule, a lesson for you guys out there. Is me and, and me and uh, Sproul line here had a got a very strict rule about that. I do not. I don't want a Thursday with a Sunday. I don't want a Sunday with a Monday. <laughs> I want it all separate. We want it all separate. Man. Period. Oh, uh, so that, uh, that's what uh, we that- wanted. <laughs> It is, and it seems like even before when I, before I made that rule for myself, it just never used to pan out. Every time I do that, something weird to happen on the last game, the Monday night game. So that was uh that was one I could have avoided. But uh, other than that, uh, profitable weekend. I was I was up on the weekend. No in play, no in play, uh, in play this week. So just a pre flop game. So. Uh, yeah, that that one decent. So uh, no complaints as long as we continue to every day, every week be profitable on the page, and uh, you know give give picks for people to, people to use and 
stay at a high winning percentage. I mean, 80% through six weeks. So, you know, that's, that's, that's huge. So as long as that stays in that, in that area, you know, I'm always, I'm always cool with that. But yeah, no, Baltimore was a missed opportunity. Uh, Got to talk really quick about the trap games, man. Um, we uh, we got to re- we got to remember what the media tries to do to us, and the media last week tried to get people to bet two horrible football teams um, in the Lions and the Texans, and they both got blown out. Um, especially that Lions game, man. Uh, it was and we talked about this and. You know, I was um, all on the line. <laughs> man. I felt it. I was like, man, I was hyped up. So I'm like, you know, they compete and this and that. But, you know, when you look at the analytics, you should have just known that there was no way that the Lions could have kept up, especially a team that just came off of a, a, a overtime loss against the Packers, a game they probably should have won. And you just, you know, at some point you got to let you got to let the, the, the intelligence kick in and the discipline kick in. Man. They they play and I can't even knock it. They played that one all week, you know, about Dan Campbell, you know, how hard his team tries and he crying at the press conference and and they got everybody to be like, yeah, they trying so hard, they're gonna get them and and we forget, you know, for a second that wait a minute, the Lions are not good. <laughs> so, you know, even the Texans, you know, it was a lot of Texans backers because the results last week, you know, the, they almost beat the Patriots and um, and the Colts, you know, lost a heartbreaking game to the Ravens in overtime. So, you know, the Texans are going to be able to compete and go into that game and they get blown out in that game as well. So, you know, um, yeah, those are two games that, uh, that definitely was set up for traps. So, uh, I didn't have nothing on either one of those games. I originally leaned to Bengals, but kind of just talked myself off of it just because I, I definitely felt the points everybody was talking about, you know, so I kind of just left it alone. But, yeah, that was definitely uh, two two trap games I wanted to definitely mention right there. Um, any uh, team or player shout-outs that you got as far as, uh, you know, performances in week six? Um. Uh, that's Urban Meyer, man. What a what a way to uh, what a way to um you know finally get a team win. Even though he'll be in in LA, you know, coming strong. But I like the way they team fought. Their defense to me fights really fights really hard, really strong, and and that and 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 also I'm I'm appreciative to watch a team in London go out there and fight when you lost twenty straight games. Like that's just a big that's a big deal to me. Um, as a players, you know, shout out to Kyler Murray. Man, he's doing his thing. And Carson Wentz is on fire. Like, I've always been high on Carson Wentz. Um, a lot of people don't like him, you know, with this and that. I ain't saying I like his demeanor and all leadership and all that stuff, but the boy can ball. He's getting time behind the pocket. You know, they're getting receivers, getting healthy. He got a stud running back. He got a stud running game, period. <laughs> they got three running backs that probably could start for any team in the National Football League. So I, I'm glad to see him out there, you know, balling and doing his thing. And then also – Kudos to King Henry for uh, for turning around and, and rushing straight through the Buffalo Bills. And that was another trap game I felt too was on on the mound. But uh, shout out to King Henry for you know his on, he's on pace to to you know obviously break a new record obviously with the extra game on the season. But right now I would there's no reason why if they finish out winning ten or eleven games that he should be crowned MVP 
if he stays on this pace. Yeah, uh, he definitely up there. That was actually one of my player shout outs was uh, Derrick Henry. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's incredible. Uh, he just – I'm not too sold on Tannehill as a quarterback, but when you got Derrick Henry to hand the ball off to, you know, it makes you look look a lot better. And uh, he's, he's keeping that team afloat right now. They got to give him the ball 30 times, and he's durable. Nobody wants to tackle him. And uh, – you know, he, he he's 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 carrying them right now. So yeah, he's definitely in that in that MVP category. Um out as out as far as nine quarterbacks. I mean, you gotta throw him up there with Brady, Dak, Lamar, Josh Allen. You know, I he's he's definitely gotta be up there just because how valuable he is to, you know, what the Titans do. Um and you know, they stand afloat, even though they're not playing great football, they stand afloat with a you know, a nice four and two record. So, you know, he carved right through the right through the bills. Uh, um, and that game was tricky too. I I, I felt that and I've been bashing the Titans defense for a while. And I felt that they were the a key reason that they won. I mean Yeah, that wasn't the Titans defense out there. I don't know who that was, but it wasn't them. <laughs> man. I, they, they, they got pressure on they've got more pressure on Josh Allen than I've seen anybody since you know the Chiefs in the in the in the championship game last year, we'll be honest. They they was they was getting there, making a move at least. I mean, he still he still dropped his numbers. They still scored points, but I mean, and part of my handicap was I felt that they would jump the Titans, and they were really in position to do so. But I, I knew it wasn't going to be good once they held them to two field goals to start the game. I was like, oh, that's. Yeah, that's not good because as soon as they held them the two field goals, the Titans came down to score. Now you, now you behind the eight ball, and, you, and I was like, yeah, that's that's probably the worst place to be. So them holding them the two field goals, getting stopped at the end of the game, I mean that the defense really helped. I mean, you know, Derrick Henry did his thing. You know, big stats, got a couple of touchdowns. You know, big plays, but you know, if the Titans defense don't hold them on them hold them a couple of field goals and get a stop at the end of the game. And the bills just, the bills will win that game. So yeah, that can, that Derrick Henry wreck, wreck my play right there, but you know, just salute tippy cap and, uh, and move on from that one. But yeah, that was, that was my guy to shout out uh, him and him and uh, the Baltimore Ravens uh, ever since they lost that game to the, to the Raiders on Monday night. I mean, they've been, uh, They've been responding. They've been on the road a lot, winning games. They've been fighting adversity. Lamar's had to, you know, play, uh, expand his game and play, you know, better inside the pocket. He's been responding to that. You know, they turned the faucet off on the Chargers. Um, so they've been they've been playing good football um, the past five weeks. Uh, you know, even though some games have been ugly, you know, they just finding a way. Even though they've been banged up, I mean, what they on the they're starting running backs of guys that wasn't even on the team <laughs> to start the season. They're in uh banged up at the corner spot. So they've been they've been getting through some adversity. So yeah, shout out Ravens, shout out the Cowboys, and uh Derrick Henry for sure. Yeah, those are good ones. Very, very good ones. Yeah. Gotcha. Let's uh let's go get into uh get into week seven. 
Hey man, week seven is a full full disclosure going to this week, man. I, I don't I don't have a lot of a lot of picks for you guys, man. This is a this is a, a challenging week. It's not many many plays on the board that I would be comfortable putting putting my money on right now. So you know it's uh, it's kind of light. Um, um, but we'll go through and break them down and, uh, you know, give you the best angles that we see from each game. Uh, let's see here. Let's see what we got. We got six games to break down today. First game we got here, Washington football team at the Packers. This line looks to be um, since seven and a half on ESPN stations. I think it's at eight and a half MGM at eight. So it's a little bit all over the all over the place here, but game open. Uh, look ahead was Green Bay seven. I think it opened nine and a half with an opening total of fifty. Um, I noticed your Green Bay Packers team money line. What you what you thinking about uh about this week? You think that's a letdown for the Packers? I don't think a letdown. I definitely think it'd be a close game. Green Bay's really beat up. Um, and I and I kind of feel like this is going to be a skate game because they have a they have a monster team that they got to get ready to play the week after as in the Arizona Cardinals. So I would think this is a, a game they may be looking past as, as I would as I would I would probably say about that they may be looking past this game. Yeah, it's it's weird to see the total. Um, I mean the total. And the uh, the line dropped like that. I mean, from nine and a half, I was I was kind of uh, kind of reserved just because uh, you know I knew the Green Bay Packers had a injury injury report that was pretty deep this uh, this week. Um, I know on the uh, on the defensive side of the ball, so I knew we'll probably get some you know Washington money when they open at nine and a half. Um, I mean, so far all the money is, of course, is on Green Bay, but you know the books are, you know, adjusting this line as we speak. So, you know, um, I don't mind if it drops. Actually, you know, I don't think uh, I don't think Washington beats them in this game. Um, but yeah, it definitely could be close. You know, you don't want to go out there playing too risky against a bad team when you when you got a, uh, a big time game coming up on deck next week, especially in the short week. So you definitely want to be cautious about that. Um, so I am in, in, in uh, and they're playing against a bad Washington team right now um, who is bottom five and, um, you know, pretty much every passing category um, the last and, Passing touchdowns, giving up last and passing yards per game, um, you know. So I, I don't see them being able to do enough to win the game, you know, because uh, I don't think they'll be able to stop the Packers' offense enough. Um, so this is a game I actually uh, like to tease down, uh, especially if we get a drop down all the way to seven and a half. Uh, to me, that's a perfect, uh, perfect number to tease. So I'll be looking to play six and a half. Um, uh, six and a half, get it down to one, um, and probably looking to pair that one um, maybe with New England. Um, New England and a couple of, like two others I'm looking at right now. But, yeah, I'd definitely be looking to pair that with one just because I don't think Washington will be able to beat them. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think they can directly beat them either. Yeah, and um, also looking at Green Bay team total, 
um, the over uh, over on the team total uh, 28 and a half. Um, Washington's giving up over 30 points a game. Uh, now they're going on the road. Um, and I, I, the only thing that bothers me about that is if uh, Green Bay plays conservative, uh, you know, especially if they jump them early, you know, and start kind of just, uh, you know, running the ball, milking the clock, you know, in the second half. So, um, but, you know, I see this as a game where, you know, uh, Green Bay, Green Bay can score 30. I just don't know how motivated they are to score 30 points. Um, and with Washington, you know, just watching them last week, um, I mean, they scored zero points in the second half against the Chiefs. I mean, they was up 13-10, I think, at half and came out and didn't score anymore. So that's pretty alarming to me if you're not scoring against the Chiefs. I mean, they, they haven't been stopping anybody this season. So um, not too sure what type of space there is. They also got rumors um, popping up with, you know, possible – QB, new QB coming in. Um, Heineke would probably be motivated, so it's possible, especially with Green Bay being down some secondary players. Um, you know, if you're looking at props, his passing prop, uh, overpassing prop might not be bad to look at because even if they're losing, you know, that means they're going to be behind and be in passing the football. So um, his passing yards might not be a bad one to look at, but um, – I'm probably going to just be looking at the uh, at a teaser down to a uh, down to a one if I if I can find a seven and a half in in the area somewhere. That's not bad. Yeah, and nah, I, 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 if anything, I'm with you. I'm just going to tease it. I don't have any. The wood line is weird, so yeah. I don't want to get. I, I I don't want Green Bay to to be caught looking at Arizona next week on the on a short week as well. Because right now Arizona look at him line, they're only favored by three. So that's the line to pay attention to. Yeah, three dots. Uh yeah, and Arizona that's with the short sure, week playing against a bad team. So, you know, it'd be interesting yeah. to see how they play, you know, against the Texans. It's gonna be a high, high, highlight of a game right there, that tell you that much. That's gonna be a, a, a good one. Yeah, that's a good game. I hate it's on a short week, actually. I'd rather it be on a Sunday, but yeah. Uh, hey, the football needed to they need some uh they need some ratings. Yeah, the Thursday night game's been uh been kind of suspect a little bit. Yeah. Uh definitely the last two at least. Yeah. I mean this one is just a lot of injuries. I was able to um to cash. I do have the yeah, the Broncos on a teaser plus ten. Uh so they was able to get there with that. But I mean they they didn't they don't look good at all either <laughs> right now. So uh, wasn't it wasn't the most confident uh, watching that game, uh, but yeah, he was able to get there. Um, anything else on the on this Washington Green Bay game? No, nothing on that game. Got you. All right, next game we got here: Kansas City at the Tennessee Titans. Kansas City favorite four and a half, with a total of fifty-seven and a half. And this game open look ahead was Kansas City three open four and a half got up to as high as five and a half, and the total open fifty six and a half. Um, this is a uh, this is one of those games. I'm kind of uh, curious to see why why all of a sudden I know the Chiefs won, um, but 
for them to get such a boost in, in points for it to shoot up to five and a half like that was uh was kind of kind of weird. I didn't think they'd get so much by, um, especially against a Titans team coming off a big win that can score against them. Um, what was, what was your first initial look at this game? Uh, I like I actually like the uh, Titans in this game. I don't think Kansas City. I mean, even though they can score, I don't know if they can. What do we say necessarily? Uh, score enough to complete with the Titans. They got too too much, too much that I've seen um, from Tennessee, and they can't stop anybody. I don't, I, don't, I think the Lions is misread. Like I told you, I know you 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 predict the line perfect. I didn't have a look on that at all. I was like, oh, no way. But but. But sure enough, uh, I expect the Tennessee to run straight through them. I would expect them to money line them. If not, I'd be safe and take the points. But I like the money line. I like I like the money line directly on the Tennessee. They they're on their record that they haven't. They're they're four and two. Like you would think they the way they've been playing, you know, getting smashed by the Cardinals and all this stuff, they'll be down more. But they're not. You know, they're, they're four and two. They're right there with the best team. They tie with the Bills. So you know that they're, they're just you know sneakily four and two, and nobody's really talked about them at all. And they made a, ten t- a chance to make their offense better in adding uh, Julio Jones, and nobody said too much about it. So I think that's that's nothing left to be said. Yeah, is 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 he in this game? I know they got some injuries in the secondary, uh, so that'll be their challenge. Um, but uh, I, I know Julio kind of was limited in that last game. We had a hamstring injury. I don't know if he's been practicing this week or if he's expected to go, but um, uh, uh, looks like he had a light. So he was limited in practice. So, okay. Yeah. No, that's um, the, the, the part of this game that stood out to me was the total. I, 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 I lean towards the over. People, you know, might think it's a little 57 and a half, it's a little high, but um, I also, uh, I was trying to narrow down what part of this total, because there's a part of this total, you know, to attack, because, um, you know, I I kind of lean, I, I kind of see both sides, so I'm not a, you know, I'm not a opposed or favoring either side, um, just because I, I mean, Kansas City's defense, neither team has a defense. So, you know, even if Kansas City is up, I don't think they can necessarily run away from from the Titans um, and, and vice versa. You know, um, you know, Titans don't have corners. So, you know, it's tough to not have corners, or not have a secondary and you're playing against Patrick Mahomes. So, you know, you get exposed that way. But um, I was trying to single out a, a, a part of this game that I like. Um, and I started leaning the part of the game I started leaning towards was the Tennessee Titans team total over. Cause I think uh, you know, whether if they're playing behind or playing ahead, um, I think the Chiefs are gonna, even if they're scoring, they're gonna play fast, they're gonna look to make plays, or like they've been doing this season, they're gonna turn the ball over. So I think that's gonna give the Titans um you know, extra possessions, and I think they'll they'll be in position to be looking to score most of the game. I don't think the Chiefs can stop their run game. Um, and I didn't want to take the Chiefs team total to over because, you know, I do see a possibility that, you know, if the Titans get their run game going and this game goes under, it's only going to go under because 
the Titans ran the ball, kept the ball away from the Chiefs. And Patrick Mahomes never really got in rhythm or he was turning the ball over and, you know, they just whoop on the Chiefs and that can cause a lower total. But uh, either scenario, I don't think the Chiefs are good enough to stop the Titans from scoring. So like I kind of mentioned last week, uh, even though I was on the other side, I gave out a nugget on the game. If you like the Titans, you got to like the over. It's correlated because, um, you know, if they if the Titans are going to beat you, they're going to have to score to beat you because um, their defense isn't really going to stop many good offenses from scoring 27, 30-plus points. So, you know, that total did go go over. Um, well, I think it hit 64. And to me, I think this is the same type of game. So I feel confident that the Titans can score against the Chiefs. So um, I haven't played this one, but this is one I may be, look, I may be looking to play. Uh, Tennessee Titans team total over 26.5 points. Okay, I can see that. That was a good one. I like that. I like that as well. That's uh, that's the only real look on that game that I have is is part of the total. So, um, I'm gonna lean towards towards that one on that game. Um, did you have anything else on that one? No, not on that game. I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty set on the Titans on that one. Got you. All right. Next game we got here. We got the Bengals. At the Ravens, Ravens favorite six and a half. This total has been bet down. It's at 50, 46 and a half. And this game opened, I believe, at Ravens six and a half. And total open at 48 and a half. So um, got a little movement um, uh, on the points. Uh, total going uh, lower, going under. And uh, it looks to be a little Cincinnati buy money. Um, six and a half been the highest. It's went down to six and has kind of moved back up to six and a half. Um, man, it's a, this is a tough game because I've, I've been kind of impressed with what the Bengals have been doing. Um, and I think they're playing like they, they, they want to prove something, prove that they can compete against, you know, the teams that have been giving them issues over the past few years. Uh, so they got some revenge against the Steelers and, you know, the Ravens uh, going into a bye next week. Um, so, you know, something to keep in mind, Harbaugh, you know, going into buys, coming off of buys. Um, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how the Ravens respond uh, to this game, especially coming off a, a big blowout uh, against a team that, you know, they, they, they definitely got up for. Um, and then the Bengals coming off a blowout you know, against a lesser opponent on the road. Um, now going on the road again to Baltimore. Uh, what was your thoughts on this game? Uh, I like Cincinnati. I like Cincinnati points, but I also like the over. Um, I, I think the Cincinnati can just play four. Well, like they've actually, their defense has gotten a lot of sacks. They got three of the highest grade defensive linemen in football. So I like them to control that O-line. And they've given up a lot of sacks with Mark Jackson. You know, he runs and does his thing, but you can't be out there running all the time because, you know, you go out there with that Cincinnati defense with a banged-up sec- – uh, well, Cincinnati uh, – D- uh, Baltimore defense with Cincinnati's offense, that uh, the DBs are banged up. So I would fully expect um, – I would fully expect uh, Joe Burrow to take advantage of that. And I feel like they're um, – it's just not – it's just a good space I like for the Bengals. They're trying to prove themselves, like you said, the little brother. So they're trying to prove themselves. They're getting uh, – they're trying to be a force in this game. and. 
in this uh, division. I think this gives them an opportunity to be able to do something big. Man. Yeah, it's 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 a tough spot. When I first initially looked at the game, I was like, uh, I was like, oh, six and a half. All right, that's not bad. The Ravens shouldn't lose, but I I think Cincinnati is uh is kind of live on this one. So I yeah, I have no, I have no. I don't really want to play against the Ravens just because they they dominated this matchup. But I mean, this is a game that uh you know I think the Bengals can probably keep close. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if this comes down to, you know, a field goal. Um, and, you know, the Ravens have played a few, you know, tough games where they had to come out at the end and, you know, pull away victory. So they're not, a, you know, they're not, a, not no strangers to, you know, playing tough competitive games. Um, so, you know, they definitely can pull out a close one. So it's uh, – I have I have no look on the side. I'm like y'all lean to the un, uh, to the over, um, just because uh, you know Baltimore has pretty much had their their way against this team, being able to score, uh, running the football, passing the football. Uh, definitely an improved defense. So um, you know that'd be interesting to see. I know um, you know against the run uh, they haven't been haven't been bad on both sides actually. Uh, you know, they don't have the strongest corners, but overall their pass defense across the season hasn't hasn't been bad. I think PFF had them top 10 actually in pass coverage, um, which was surprising. I thought it would have been been lower than that. Um, but uh yeah, I mean it's a division game. So, you know, these are these tend to be close. So, you know, I'm I'm with you as far as six and six and a half might be a little a little much to give up. Um, at this point, but I definitely see scoring. Um, and, uh, you know, the best way to attack the Ravens is attack the secondary. So, you know, Burrow's seen his defense a few times, so I think he has a – he'll be familiar. Um, and I think they'll, they'll be able to score, but, you know, how much they'll be able to stop Baltimore, that's that's another question. Um, so, yeah, I lean towards the over. Um, the only reason I didn't like the over just because um, – you know, um, historically, this this matchup hasn't been hasn't been very high scoring. It's always been in the in the low twenties. Um, you know, high teens. Um, you know, not consistently going over this number per se. So that's the only thing that kind of kept me off of it, uh, just because of the under trends in this matchup. But um, yeah, I, de- I definitely think there would be more scoring than uh, than expected in this game. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with you on that. I, I'm 100 agree. Those are good points. I, I think I I like to, I just like the fact that that um you know the, the Ravens been getting a lot of hype, and I feel like since he's still flying another team that's flying under the radar, we know what Joe Burrow's like. But I think the key get this game is the wide receivers versus <laughs> the DBs of Baltimore because you know Chase is out there, boys. You know all these people are, are out there on the field and. Joe Burrow sling that rock, man. So you ain't got no choice but to to try and score as much as you can. You know, it, it won't be a game where the defense is going to dominate because I don't think any either defense has the ability to stop each other. I just feel like since he can put the big plays and force it into a situation where Lamar can do nothing but just throw the ball, which he's done successfully this year. Just throw, yeah. No, those are great points. And a reference to Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, defense what pff has them as the number six overall rush defense 
and number seven overall in coverage and pass rush. A little bit down there in pass rush. Oh, yeah, that's what it looks like. They got 28th in overall pass rush, but got good coverage, uh, coverage, and they defend and run. So um, I think they'll definitely be a much stiffer competition than uh, for Lamar and company that they've been in the past. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Um, um, briefly thought about a tease on the Cincinnati up, but just because it doesn't get through, you know, certain key numbers, uh, I didn't feel like it was a great advantage teaser, but hard-pressed to think that Baltimore blows them out in this game. This probably be a, a closer matchup. No, I fully agree. Got you. All right. Any other uh, tidbits, notes on that matchup right there? No, not for me on that one. Got you. All right, next game we got up here, we got the Eagles at the Raiders. Raiders favorite three with a total of 49. And let's see what this one opened at. This one opened Raiders, look at Raiders two and a half with a total of 48. Um, man, this, uh, the thing that stood out to me in this game was the line. I mean, Las Vegas favorite three at home uh, against the Eagles, um, basically saying that they're even football teams. And, um, you know, uh, this is a, I wouldn't think that this line would be three after, you know, the Raiders coming off of the big win that they got on the road um, and the Eagles coming off of, uh, you know, a Thursday night loss to Tampa Bay, even though they covered that game, made it close at, made it close at the end. Um, somewhat had a slight chance to uh, probably attain victory, but end up falling short. So it was uh, a little surprising to see this number come out so low. Uh, first thing I was like, man, if you were a casual um, sports better and all you did was look at how the teams played last week and saw this number, I think it would be pretty easy for somebody to walk up there and take the Raiders three points <laughs> or take the Raiders money line on the ticket just because it, it looks it looks un, looks so low. Um, what, what was your thoughts on this game? Uh, I like Philly. I like the Philadelphia Eagles money line. I think uh, I think the way that I think the way that the Eagles have played on defense has been impressive to me. And I'm just not sold on the. I'm not sold on the Raiders uh, passing game fully right now. So I think they're besides Waller and Ruggs, I think they're missing a, a piece to to really get them moving. So I, I would I would fully expect the Eagles to come out here and dominate the line of scrimmage because the offensive line has been a problem for the for the uh, for the Raiders. Honestly, you can see Derek Carr has been sacked, and I don't I don't like the fact that that's been going on. You know, at will almost. And uh, I think the emotion, they was on a high, you know, they're coming back home and I think they're playing against the Eagles team who's been fighting and scraping, you know, with no problem. They've really been fighting, you know, fighting for their lives, essentially. They're trying to prove Jalen Hurts got something to prove. And I feel like this is a spot where he can go out there and actually play against a defense who's not as dominant as as what they've been playing. You know, like they played the Bucks, you know, they played the Carolina Panthers, you know, two top five defensive lines. So, I think they're coming against a Ray who has a solid defensive line, but not as I would say as good as 
you know, what they're going to, what they played against in the past. So I like them a lot. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't, uh, can't be mad at that, man. This is one I'm, I'm going to be looking, uh, and this week, you know, in general, um, I'm probably going to be more inclined to look at in play, in play games, uh, especially with these big favorites. Uh, you know, you waiting to see how they how they perform to start. You know, and if they get behind early, you get an opportunity to get some better numbers while you're in game. So, you know, a lot of these games uh, be looking at that angle. But yeah, this game, I, I'm, I'm pre, you know, pre flop. I'm, I'm kind of with you. I, I want to see how. Um, I want to see how the money moves throughout the rest of the week and how the line reacts to that. Um, I think that'll tell a lot more of the story. Um, right now, you got 58% of the cash on the Eagles and 60% of the tickets on the Raiders. So um, Eagles bring in uh, more cash, but looks like more tickets that are coming in on the Raiders side, which, um, you know, which, which tells the story there. Um, but it's uh, like you said, I mean, and in and, and the comments of uh, and I, I've been critical of this team just because I half the time I don't know what they're really trying to do. Um, sometimes they look like they're just uh, they're not there. They have other. it looks like they have other agendas sometimes outside of like trying to win and, and do uh, put guys in the right position. Um, but. You know, I think probably Sirianni got some uh, somebody, you know, probably says something, um, you know, about not getting Miles Sanders the ball and not running. Um, and I seen he came out and made a comment, you know, about how he needs to get Miles Sanders the ball more. Um, so we'll probably see some more rushing attack with Miles Sanders, uh, which is how you really got to attack this Raiders team. Uh, you got to you got to you got to run the football. Um, you can't let them jump on you. Uh, you got to run the football and. If you can defend the big plays, you know, the rugs and make them play patient underneath, which another, you know, uh, piece of information, uh, this Eagles team is, um, is is top of the league as far as preventing explosive plays on offense. I want to say they're like second. They don't really rush. They don't really blitz mm-hmm. much. Um, that's the Raiders, right? That's uh, Philly. They're defense. Oh, Philly, okay. Yeah, they don't blitz much. Uh, they they keep everything in front so they don't give up a lot of explosive pay, uh, explosive yeah, I plays. Yeah, play a lot of zone. Play a lot of zone, a lot of too deep, you know. So, um, you know, that's a good thing when you're playing the Raiders because the Raiders really try to hit home run plays on you. Um, and they haven't been running the ball this that good this year. Um, they, you know, past few years, they had a solid run game, had a solid offensive line, but – They've taken a step back in that area. It looks like they've been struggling on that, find some continuity on that O-line. So, um, you know, it's a good way to exploit, you know, exploit that team. And even though the Eagles don't run the football, they're still number 10 in running efficiency in the league. So uh, that's that's quite surprising. So, um, you know, if they get the, they get the run game going, uh, they get going early, um, you know, the Raiders could be in a spot where – they were on an emotional high and now they actually got to come back home where, you know, all this stuff is still happening. It could be a flat spot. I know that three is, um, that three is, that three is a little funny. Um, you know, I, I would think they would give at least three and a half to the Raiders, um, being at home and they didn't even give them the hook. So, um, you know, that, that tells me that, you know, Vegas 
Vegas feels that this game is is going to be close or the Raiders or the Eagles alive to to get a win in this game or else why why would you even risk putting the putting this game at three so yeah I'm I'm, I'm with you on that one I'll be looking uh waiting to see us um up into kickoff um how this line moves and looking be looking to make a play on this game yeah I'm with you 100 percent on that and uh any anything else on this game that you saw? No, nothing that I see on that game. I'm 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 on the same beside you on this one. Got you. Yeah, some uh, quick information about the Raiders. Uh, pro Football Focus got some number one in a uh, pass rush on defense. Yeah, they've been getting after the after the quarterback there, and they're number two actually in coverage, right behind the Buffalo Bills. Um, so interesting, interesting to, to see, uh, how, how competitive their defense has been. Um, it's been, been a while since they've been good in that department. Um, and then as far as, uh, this year running the ball, their rush offense is 18th. So, uh, a step back from there, um, from, from previous years. So, uh, they definitely want to, want to air the ball out. All right. Next game we got here, this is the Sunday night game. We got the Colts at the 49ers. 49ers coming off a bye. Uh, Colts coming off of a blowout win at home against a division opponent, Texans. Uh, this game is at San Francisco minus four uh, with a total of 44. And this game open, I believe, three and a half. And no, open five. Uh, open five with a total of 44 and a half. So it's, uh, it's been bet down uh, total and the side of the, uh, of the Niners. Uh, we don't know who their quarterback is going to be for sure as of yet. Most likely uh, be Garoppolo. Um, uh, does uh, first, as far as the quarterback situation, what, what, where do you grade each quarterback or how many how many points do you think Garoppolo is worth more than Lance, or is there any much of a drop off? I don't know, man. That's tough. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably one of the toughest things I had to grade because you don't know much what Trey Lance is. Jim Garoppolo's hurt, and he don't seem to care more. He just care about being pretty and and throwing <laughs> passes and, and being a playboy, but and then this this I told you from the beginning of the season. I feel like Shanahan's on a hot seat. I don't care how great of an offensive coordinator you are and mastermind. I will compare his situation no different than the situation that's in that in Denver. The greatest defensive coach in football right now can't win games. The greatest offensive mind in football can't win games either. So I don't really know what the quarterback situation is, but somebody who's a mastermind like he has been, I don't understand how you could not win football games. Why you don't have enough talent on offense? It's kind of like the Chip Kelly thing compares. Like Chip Kelly came here and rebound his own system and, you know, you know, had these players, didn't think he needed all these defensive players. Oh, we're going to win offense. We don't need to have any different. I could trade away, you know, McCoy. I could trade away this person. I, I could do whatever I want to do. And if you really look at the offensive side of the football for San Francisco, they're not talented. Besides Kittle, who who's who's all pro? 
Man, that's uh no nobody. I mean, Debo's having a Debo, good year. He he good top year, five in but receiving, by, but after by that, by choice though, right? By choice or by force? He's really uh, still or there's nobody else to get it. They don't have no weapons, no zero weapons offense. So it's like why he? This is a point where you think you're too smart, where you need more weapons, and you heavily invest in your defense, and then you have no secondary. They're unbalanced, and that's John Lynch's fault. The day together, they they're not they're not working the nucleus together. So yeah. I, I I I so for me I don't know what to make, but I feel like this is a game that they absolutely have to have. They're playing a hot Colts team, though. I don't care if the Colts are off the Baltimore. They've been on fire the last two weeks. Oh man, three and zero against the spread last three weeks. So the play that I have on the game is the under because I don't weapons wise. You need to, to beat the Colts. You need to be able to stretch the field because they have no secondary. If you throw ten yards and below, fifteen yards and below. Darius Leonard is everywhere. Heat seeker. Uh, that's not a bad look. Uh, the under on that either. I think there's supposed to be weather going on. Some uh, weather issues going on in uh, in the Bay Area too. So. Oh yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Oh yeah, it's gonna be mostly storm and rain. Yeah. Yeah. Good so. Point. Both teams are probably gonna keep the ball on the ground for the most part. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh I'm with you. I mean, if you're the Niners, you can't come off a bye and uh and lose again at home. But you know, they haven't been good as far as covering as home favorites. I mean, they've uh they've underperformed the market as home favorites. So, you know, it's tough, especially when their main um, you know, offensive weapon is to run the football and the Colts are actually a good run defense. Um so you know, if if you're not willing to, you know, stretch the field like you said, then you're giving the Colts a chance to to compete with you. So I'm I'm not sure. Um, yeah, it's a that's kind of a tough uh, tough matchup um, tough matchup for the Colts. Um, that under is actually that under is not a bad play. You know, um, Colts are number three on rush defense according to Pro Football Focus. Um, and the Niners are eleven. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's uh, that's a little more, a little more even what I expected it to be. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, it's surprisingly the Niners are tenth in coverage, uh, pro football mm. focus, but the Colts are twenty eighth in coverage. So okay, towards the bottom of the bottom of the league there, but bottom of the league. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, don't don't say on paper. I would say the Colts dominate, but the line is shaky. But I I feel like this is a game that the the offensive line is beat up, and the Niners are typically aggressive. You know, getting to quarterbacks, and we know Wentz. If he starts getting hit, it's a wrap. It's like you seeing ghosts out there. So that that that's the thing that prevents me from going all in on Carson. That's a that's a good point. So you know they dominate Nick Bosa. Who gonna guard it? Like this is not the same offensive line for the Colts have had. They're two. They're injured. Not that they don't have the same offensive line, but they're injured. So you know it's got to come from a different place. That's a, that's a, that's a good point. Would you consider teasing the Colts up? Can the can uh, the Niners blow them out? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think that would be a tease is good, but I, I would be more comfortable teasing it down to, what is that, 46? I'd be comfortable teasing it down to 39 or teasing it up to what? What is that? 50. Is that 46 or teasing at 50, 51? Yeah, yeah. 
I'd be comfortable with that piece more oh, okay. so than I would have would an actual side because I don't have a side because I can definitely make arguments for either side, but yeah. I I don't I don't think that I don't know I just don't think that the I don't know what position the Niners the Niners are desperate they're more desperate than the Colts if we're being honest you don't know who your quarterback is you don't have a running back that you fully trust you have a system that builds running backs but you guys want Miles Sanders but the Eagles don't want to give them up to you so you know there's just <laughs> there's a lot of things going on with the Niners right now and I feel like and kill them on IR so it's like you you don't have you don't have any explosiveness on your offense. No. So I, I don't think they can go out there and score on them. So to me, the only play here, I, you could tease the over up to be safe, but I think the regular over is good enough to hit. Yeah. No, that's, that's not a bad look on that game. Uh, I might look into that one a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, me too. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have a play on this one. But, yeah, like you said, I, I can see an argument for both sides because my first initial thought was the Colts, but it's like uh, is this a spot you really want to – you really, you really want to back the Colts, trust the Colts, because, you know, um, you're playing against a desperate team on at home, you know. So, it, it you know, uh, playing against Carson Wentz, so Niners got a good defense in front. You know, a turnover here and there can, you know, that can get you a victory. It might not be a pretty victory, but you but know, they get you one. But they get you one. So, you know, they I I'm I'm with you. They'll have to lean on their defense. I think both teams probably have to lean on their defense in this game. Yeah, nobody, nobody's going out there and blowing nobody out. Yeah. But if there is an advantage, if there is an advantage, the only advantage is the Colts weapons, receiving core, Ty T. Y. Hilton's back, their tight end, their running back in a flat against that secondary San Francisco. That's the only matchup. That's the only advantage in that entire to me is what I see is the Colts receivers against that secondary. Yeah, right, if he can get time. If he if he can get time, that's the only advantage. That's a, that's a, that's a good point. And uh, so far this season, they are 30th in pass blocking against the Colts. So – now it hasn't been good. Granted, you know, um, the center uh, uh, or guard, I can't remember if he played center or guard, Quinn Nelson, Quinn Nelson. Um, him and Carson Wentz both had injuries, uh, surgery uh, on on their foot uh, before mm-hmm. the season. So, you know, they started off slow, but essentially, you know, this has been Carson's preseason, you know, just getting his rhythm back and getting back healthy. So mm-hmm. um, he, he, looked, he looked good, man. He on fire. Yeah, he, he's been looking a lot better since uh, since those first few weeks. So it's, it's just probably just is a rhythm. Player prop. 234 is his player prop for passing yards. For passing. Yeah. It's, uh, can they run on the Niners? That's a good question. Um, I mean, I, I think they can run. Uh, it might not be great. You know, Niners were 11th in – Rush defense, pro football focus. So, you know, they they might be able to um, have a little success. I don't know if that's going to help them as far as just their ultimate weapon to move the ball down the field. You know, I think you – but they're going to have to use it to set up their pass, I think, um, more than anything. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a that's a tough one. I mean, the Niners are not bad against the run. I mean, they got a good defensive front. They got good linebackers. So, 
You know, they can they can run and tackle. Um, but Frank Reich's a good, you know, old coordinator, good play caller. So I'm pretty sure he'll have some things. He'll use a you one thing that the Niners do struggle with is uh you can you can you can throw the screen pass against them. Um, because that, that defensive front is very aggressive getting up the field. So and Frank Wright is, you know, no stranger to, you know, little screen plays to the tight ends, to the running back. So I, I think he'll utilize that a lot, um, you know, just to loosen loosen it up in case they start getting pressure. But, yeah, that's an interesting game. I'm with you. Either side, you know, um, can win this game. It can go either way. Yeah, it can go. But I think the more desperate team, the Colts, you know, with all the injuries, expectations below the Niners, Ooh, buddy, the Colts, you know, the Colts went to the playoffs last year. They didn't do good. The quarterback play was pretty trash, obviously. But let's be honest, the expectation for the Colts was good before the season started. They got too many injuries. You know, they got they got three decent running backs. They got to trade one, which the crazy thing about it, after this game, Marlon Mack could end up in San Francisco. So Man. one of them running backs are going to be in Frisco, right? This Mack or Miles Sanders, somebody's going to be in that, in that in that San Francisco jersey. But, I mean, I think in this game is – the Niners are kind of falling short. They're going to have another rebuild year, and I just uh, – I don't know what's going on in San I tell you, it's – I wouldn't be surprised if – they got another year or so, but they they got to trade Garoppolo. They got to make – a lot of things have to happen for the Niners to get back. They got to get some picks, some players, something from Garoppolo. And if y'all lose, and you just got to let Trey Lance play the rest of the season. There's no point in keeping Garoppolo. Yeah, you just got to let them play. <laughs> let them play. Yeah. That's the one thing about franchise when they own the back and forth uh, about, you know, what they trying to do. It's like, yeah, it's like you you can't try to make a decision. You know, I get it. You know, you want to win. Trey Lance doesn't give you the right, doesn't give you the win now, you know, um, hopes. But I mean, they're they're the they're the third best team, barely in that division, you know. uh, it's arguable, arguable between them and Seattle. You know, I don't know if they're clear cut third. I don't know if they're clear cut last, but I know they're clear cut behind the Rams and the and the Cardinals. So, you know, uh, they also got to look to be realistic as well. You know, because right now they would have to get a wild card spot. And being, yeah, being two and three. I mean, you, you you three and three. You know, you you get a chance. You know, to still battle for a wild card spot, but. Um, you know, it's it's tough pickings in this uh, uh, in in the in the in the NFC. I mean, you got five teams right now with a five and one record or better in the NFC. So it's you know, outside of that, you got New Orleans three and two, Minnesota three and three, Chicago three and three, Carolina three and three. Um, so you know, they're right there on the fringe, but. Yeah, like you said, they this game they got to win this game, you know, in order to stay within that race. So, you know, um, yeah, I I think you got to move off Garoppolo if you want to go get a running back. You know, cool, um, but uh, definitely um, a corner and probably a receiver, a receiver from somewhere like um, Odell. You know, you need a you need a you need a, a receiver to feature in your offense. Sometimes you need a guy that can just go and be playing one on one, and he can just route you up and get open. You know, like those guys are important, and they they don't have that. Like Debo's 
top five in receiving, but Debo's not really that type of receiver. He's a he's a yak receiver. You want to get the ball to Debo quick so he can run because he's nobody wants to really tackle him like that. And you know they playing him out of really out of his best role. So um, yeah, I'm I'm with you. You know um, Shanahan, if they don't, you know they don't figure. The only thing I give Shanahan a nod on is his quarterback is always hurt. And I can't knock the man if you ain't, I mean, ain't too many coaches that's going to be good without a starting quarterback. So I got to give him that. Um, And, you know, I'll give him a year, two year, two years max with Trey Lance. And if it ain't working, then, you know, they might have to make a move somewhere else. I mean, you got to get something from him. There's a lot of teams that ain't got no damn quarterback play. It ain't like Garoppolo can't play quarterback. He just can't play for them. So you know, hey, that's that system is not designed. We we talked about this last year when we thought Jimmy Garoppolo was going back to New England. I think in New England he would actually do great right now. Even uh, even in spaces and now, I think he would do good in New England. You know, um, still mobile quarterback, he can move. Oh, I was referring to his health. Like he ain't, oh, he ain't yeah, a, yeah, yeah. yeah, he not available. Yeah, not available. <laughs> yeah, not available. But I, to me, it's like he been he been hurt ever since he has been in prison. It's weird to me. You know, it's been weird. So it's like, you know, is it, what, what's going on? Is he is the contract? Is, you know, is he unfocused? You know, is he with a team that doesn't require him to be as focused? You know, like what's what's really going on, you know, in that in that space? Because they, they all that team get hurt. Even last year, their whole team got hurt. I know is it, is it strength and conditioning? Yeah. Is it practice schedule? Is it what is it? You know, because remember, remember Green Bay used to get injured all the time. We'd be like, damn. And I remember I ran to a guy, um, I forget his. I think it, I can't think of his name. Uh, Kyler Frack, Frackle, one of his friends, he was expressing to me how Green Bay hires locally for their like sports science and stuff like that. They don't ever outsource it to you know outside of you know the areas, so we don't get to see and hear about a lot of these you know strength and conditioning. But when ACL start tearing and your whole team always injured, you know you got to start looking at you know what's going on, what's the regimen, you know what's really going on, you know. That's real. So. It just was one of those things where I'm like, okay, he gets injured a lot, you know. It's, it's and it's part of football, but geez, you know, their whole team get injured. Yeah, he don't look. He, he just looks uh, lost. Uh, yeah, unsure of himself over there. I, mean, I agree with you. I mean, the, I don't think it's the offense is a fit for him. He doesn't fit that no. type of offense. Negative. Yeah. So they just since he was there, you know, he was there before. Shanahan got there, I believe, like a year before. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, you just kind of married to each other. So he's been trying to make it work with Jimmy, you know, and Jimmy, Jimmy's been, I think, doing his best to make it work. But I don't know. It's, it, it just hasn't. He, he doesn't look comfortable. He doesn't look confident. And, you know, he's being hurt. So, yeah, I think he'd definitely be good um, in another system uh, for sure. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I just think it's. You know, sometimes you just uh, you just hit your peak with the team, and you know it's uh, you hit your ceiling with some with a team, and it's just you know sometimes it's time to move on. I think that's kind of where they are at now. Like Trey Lance gives them a higher ceiling. He don't give them he don't give them uh, you know what they're looking for right now because he's young and he's inexperienced. I mean, he didn't even play much college football, let alone NFL football. So. You know, he's he's going to take a, you know, a little time to develop. But at what point do you say, all right, now is when we let him get his snaps so he can develop, so he can be ready next year or the year after? Like, you know, at some point they got to pull that trigger. Yeah. 
That's a good point. Good point. But they, to have no skill position and have a quarterback you're paying $130 million is, is just crazy to me. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. But yeah, that, that's all I got for that game. Cool. Hit. Oh, that was, uh, that was good right there. All right. Next game we got here. Got the Monday night game. Uh, got the Saints. Saints at the Seahawks. Uh, looks like New Orleans favorite four and a half with a total of 42 and a half in this game. Open New Orleans three with a total of 43 and a half. So it looks like it's come down as far as the total. And you got some Saints money. Saints coming off a bye this week. Seahawks coming off a um, three-point loss, but a cover um, on the road against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, what do you uh, what do you think about the Monday night matchup here? Um, I like. I initially looked at. I originally liked the Seahawks and the points, but now so I'm looking so much at the. I'm looking at the under. You know, New Orleans defense is keeping them in the season. You know, keeping them in, in playoff contention. Uh, Daniel Smith didn't play bad, but my thing is you can't run the ball against New Orleans. So <laughs> the alternative is passing, and. I don't know how much time Gino is going to get because he didn't have a lot of time in Pittsburgh. His ass was getting blasted from all angles. And granted, there's no T.J. Watt over there and, and, and uh, you know, T.J. Watt coming on the other side. But Jesus, you know, they do got, they do got killers on that Saints defensive line. And I fully expect them to, uh, to attack him and hit him often. But on the flip side, I'm not sure. how I, I don't trust Jameis in a game like this. I feel like they can't at the will the Saints be able to run the ball consistently. I don't I don't think so because you know, you got, you know, linebacker Jamal Adams and then you got Bobby Wagner to me still top three defense uh linebacker in football. Don't know how much they're gonna get, you know, how many how much run game they could put out against against the uh against Seattle as well. So that I means we're we're looking at a Jameis Winston versus Geno Smith battle. And to me that the recipe for no scoring points. Hey. That's a that's a good point right there. Um, something about this game, I tried to like not really look at it because I was like, oh, I don't really care. But then some keeps bringing me back to this game. Um, I'm not 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 sold on any on a pick on it as of yet. But there's uh, something something there that's interesting. Come on, um, I, when I originally looked at the game, I actually liked the liked the Saints. Um, then I hear, you know, I heard some some good points on the other side, so it kind of um, kind of made me not like the Saints as much. But I do think there's something with New Orleans being able to come to this game off a of bye week, uh, extra week of preparation, extra preparation time against a against a uh, against a team. Uh, I feel like this is like one of those Sean Payton just scheme you up, you know, and find a way to to win the game um, against a team who, like you said, Geno Smith uh, play, play solid, but, um, you know, he's just not not the Russell Wilson ability to be able to uh, make those make those certain certain big, big plays there. Um, I've been looking at Seattle in the past few weeks. They've been really bad as far as in the first half. Um, Last week against the Steelers, zero points in the first half. Week before against the Rams, uh, seven points. They was winning in the first half, but seven points. Uh, even against the 
the the Niners. Uh, they won that game, but seven points in the first half. So over the past three games, they've been at about an average of um, less than seven points a game. And uh, I think this is a spot you get a fresh Saints team who will probably be prepared to play. Um, I, I kind of lean towards the Saints in the first half of this game. Second half, you might get some erotic, uh, not erotic, but erratic <laughs> Jameis Winston throws or plays. And you know, Seattle might be able to come away at the end, but I'm, I'm kind of looking at the Saints uh, in the first half of this game just because I think they'll come out uh, fresh. They'll come out with a nice, uh, you know, nice plan to start, scheme up some nice, nice plays to get, you know, get some yardage. And, you know, I think that defense has some success uh, against the Seattle, Seattle offense. And Seattle coming off a road game, a late, late game on the East Coast and coming all the way back to the West Coast. Um, like I said, against a fresh team. So I'm looking towards the Saints in the first half of this game uh, is uh, is my lean right now. Uh, but I do like your under, too. That's actually a, a good play as well. So um, I may look toward – may look towards that one as well. But no no plays on it as as of yet. But it's definitely a game that, uh, uh, that has some interest in it. So it's a Monday night game. You know, I'm going to wait till Monday night, you know, just because – seem to always get more information on that Monday night game the later that you wait. So I don't mind waiting until the very end to make a play. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I'll be waiting until the end on that one. But, yeah, first, first Saints first half is uh, what I'm leaning towards. Uh, I was about to say, I was asking, I was going to think about that too as a, as a first, uh, as a first one, like, okay, um, first half, is that better? But I think I think I'm with you on that. I like the first half. Yeah, no, I think it's uh, I think that's a good spot. You can jump on the Seahawks. Um, but yeah, any after that, anything could anything could happen. You know, um, like you said, is exactly Jameis Winston versus uh versus Geno Smith. So you know if uh, you know with that you 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 just you just never know. Um. And then I look at the uh, I look at the Saints in their their last three games. Uh, they uh, close out the first half against Washington, twenty to thirteen. Um, they lost to the Giants, but um, you know in the first half they was actually tied in the it was actually tied in the first half there. I didn't know that. So seven to seven in the first half in that game, um, and then the Patriots uh, they jumped on the Patriots fourteen to three in the first half. So. Um. Yeah, I think you get a veteran team off a of bye week. They'll be fresh, energetic, ready to come out and play. And uh, I think they got a chance to get off to a, at least an early lead in that game. And uh, you know, Seattle seems to be more of a second half team. Um, even last week against Pittsburgh, you know, they're down fourteen zero and come back in that game and and make it a, a field goal game and cover cover the spread. So, um. Yeah, that, that was my look on that one, but not not strong. But we'll we'll see how the week goes. I like it. I agree. Had nothing else for me on that one. Yeah, yeah. Like we said, folks, skimpy week. In uh, some weeks are like that. You know, not every week is going to have a ton of plays on the board. So, you know, that's why it's important. Last week, you know, you capitalized. So, you know, this week, you if you didn't want to, you wouldn't even have to make any plays. You know, you you just kind of just kind of chill on this week. So, um, but 
you know, not a week, don't want to force anything, you know, take, take what the defense gives you. So, you know, um, just a couple here that I'm looking at, um, like I mentioned, Green Bay uh, on a teaser, uh, Titans team total over 26 and a half. Uh, I got New England still on the teaser uh, that I had with Denver plus 10 tonight and uh, looking at Philly plus three in the Saints first half money line. Um, I like it. Uh, you want to throw throw your your looks out there for for this week? Yeah, what I'm gonna go ahead and roll with. Uh, I'm gonna tease the Green Bay game down. Um, I'm gonna tease it down to let's see what's that eight now. Tease it down to one, and then I'm also gonna tease Cincinnati up to thirteen and a half. If it's still at six and a half, Boston Ravens game, which I'm looking right now. Yeah. Uh, I That's like that on it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna tease both of those together. And then I'm going to go whew, Eagles money line. And I think that's going to be it. And then also the, I'm sorry, the under on the Colts of 49ers. Under, yeah, there you go. Cool. All right, well, that wraps up um, episode seven, week seven in the fill we got here. Um I'm B Spurl. You can catch me at Spurl Online. I also post uh, extra plays there. Um, and that's IG and Twitter at Spurl Online. Um, and you can catch us uh, at My Guy Sports uh, with a Z, uh, My Guys underscore sports on Instagram and My Guy Sports on Twitter. Uh, we post all our plays on there, um, uh, running at 80% uh, through six weeks. So, uh, trying to keep that going, try to keep giving you guys winners, uh, 28, six and one. So 80% through the past six weeks. Um, where can they, where can they find you at rich? Oh, you can find me out here at uh, Moneyline uh, rich, uh, at Moneyline rich here. Find me on Moneyline at Moneyline rich at Twitter as well. And obviously you now you can check us out on my guy sports. Um, like I said, we've had, a, we've had winning weeks. We have profitable weeks and, and we're just here to give education, give our looks, and, you know, it's all for free. You know, without we, we we have educational program things that, you know, if you want to get more involved in the game and you don't want to start off actually want to learn, you know, we're not here just to give picks. We're here to teach. So, you know, just, just give us a chance to, you know, help you build your bankroll and help you learn a little bit more about the game. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Hey, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Episode seven of All Bets In with my guy Sports Spurl Online and Moneyline Rich Will. We'll catch y'all later. Cash those tickets. Y'all have a good night, man. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to All Bets In with My Guy Sports. With My Guy Sports. Check us out next time and remember to bet responsibly.